Why, hello there, gorgeous. I am so glad you joined me today because, like I shared last week, I want to dive further into five more ways that you can monetize yourself and create an extra revenue stream in your life. So, without further ado, let's just go for it. Hi, I'm Natalie Sisson, an entrepreneur, best selling author, speaker, host of this untapped podcast, and a lover of handstands and dogs. I've spent over a decade building successful businesses I love and teaching others to do the same. I want to help you tap into your unlimited potential and make the income and impact you desire simply by being you. In fact, I'm on a mission to help 1,000 women earn at least $10,000 a month and contribute at least 1% of their revenue to causes that they truly care about so that together we can create a ripple effect in this world. So if that sounds like you and you're on board to learn how to make the mindset shifts you need to have the business success you want and the lifestyle that you desire, then this is the podcast for you. Okay, so last week in episode 116, I talked about five killer ways to monetize you. And I have to say, it's a pretty awesome podcast. It's 23 minutes of awesome. And in it, I share all about how you can create digital products about the things that you know that solve problems for your clients, how to get paid to self-publish your books, how to become a paid speaker, how to get into coaching, and also how to have a profitable podcast. So if you haven't listened to that, please just, if you're listening to this in a podcast player, check the previous episode or head across to nataliesisson.com forward slash 116. And today I want to touch on five other ways. And these really, the sort of the 10 that I'm covering over here, I do really think amazingly sustainable revenue streams for you that you can layer up to build a pretty awesome business that gives you financial freedom, financial security, and flexibility and variety. Because let's be honest, us entrepreneurs seem to love bright, shiny objects and variety in our life. And the few very skilled entrepreneurs who focus in on one thing and do incredibly well, I always have a lot of admiration for. And I have been moving that way more and more over the years. But as multi-passionate entrepreneurs, we often find that hard to do. And there are massive benefits to doing it. However, I also like having multiple revenue streams or income streams so that you're never caught out and so that you can fall back on some and during times when maybe you want to take a vacation for your business or go on a hiatus you've still got some of those passive revenue streams working for you in the background without any effort which sounds pretty awesome doesn't it first off I am going to say that these are all going to be covered in so much depth with so much generosity, strategy, tactics, and incredible stories to back it up in my upcoming Monetize You Summit, where I share 10 ways to have 10K months. It is going to be hot. And it is officially, officially, at the time of this recording, live and free for you to get your ticket to. Head to Monetize usummit.com. That is monetize with an S because that's how we spell it in the English speaking world. Uh, For those of you in the US, I might look at buying the domain with the Z or Z in it, Uh, but basically monetizeusummit.com or you can come across to my website and we will have a link up there on the homepage. I'm so incredibly proud of the summit, the interviews, the women entrepreneurs, the quality of the conversations what you are going to learn and implement is going to be worth 10x 
the free ticket. Um, so yeah, highly suggest you get on it. So today I'm going to talk about five of these income streams, online courses. Sorry, I just got so excited. I whacked my desk. VIP experiences, affiliate marketing, a service-based business and an agency. The latter two of which I don't have that much experience in, but I really just want to talk about why they're such a viable option, depending on who you are and, and what really lights you up. So online courses, I think I've talked about this forever on this podcast and in my blog posts and in my books and in my videos and to every single person that cares to hear about it. Because to me, teaching what you know, teaching what you love, teaching what you're good at, teaching what you're experienced in is a true privilege and honor and also a fantastic freaking way to create an amazing income. And this can be launching online courses regularly throughout the year, or it can be creating a course once, pre-selling it, and then having it on Evergreen so people can come along and take that course at any time. Both have their place in your business. Both uh, have their benefits and their pros and cons. What I've learned throughout the years is I have always loved live launches for a couple of reasons. One, they get you to take massive action and commit to a time frame in which to run a course, whether that is to pre-sell it, create it, and actually run it. And once you've done that once, you can continue to run it live throughout the year. Often a lot of course creators will do it every quarter, depending on how long it is. If it's a 30, a 60, or a 90-day type course, they will run it live over that period. And that allows you to have, you know, big chunks of income coming in three or four times a year, depending on how well you're doing with your launches. One launch could give you an entire year's income or salary, depending on what floats your boat and what your financial goals are. Or you can go for the more evergreen opportunity, which is obviously you can run it live. I am a huge fan of running a course live a couple of times to really get to grips with it, make sure it's hitting home, make sure your students are learning heaps and and make sure that it's got all the elements that it needs before you put it into evergreen mode and maybe make it self-study. Now, evergreen just simply means, much like an evergreen tree, that it has got leaves all year round. And in the course world, that means it is accessible all year round. This is fantastic when you set up an awesome funnel that actually drives leads to it and um, converts people into students slash customers. Um, and it will just make you money hand over fist, for the rest of your life to come if you've really dialed in that funnel. The thing about live launches is they do create excitement, they do help generate you know, a lot of lead generation to your list, and they do get people committing with this kind of impending time zone of when they can join and when they've missed out. And, you know, both work depending on what option people are wanting and also how you set up your funnel. But for me personally, I have always loved live just because it gets me to take action. I have deadlines, creates buzz, it's exciting. And I like to run quite a lot of my courses live because I like to live coach and have group coaching, co-working and accountability. I am, however, moving away from that as I head towards my pregnancy and maternity leave because one, it takes a lot of energy and effort. And I love being live with people. I love seeing them get results. I love seeing their stories. I love helping them in the moment. But it's also a lot more effort. It's a lot more personalized. It's a lot more high touch. And I've just wrapped up the Launch Your Damn Course Accelerated, the eighth cohort in a row over the last two years. I'm incredibly proud of the students. I'm amazed at some of the results that many of them have gotten Many of them are launching right now. Many of them launched and sold out. I mean, it's just amazing. 
but I'm also frankly really excited to take a little break and step back and just entirely focus on my 10k club. So really this depends on who you are as a person. I know of many people who have never run a live course, who don't do any coaching accountability, anything to do with it. They simply set it up and people can take it whenever they want and work through it at their own pace. And depending on the nature of the course, this is entirely brilliant, right? There are some courses that are just perfect for self-study, DIY, take it at your own pace, because they're a topic that people just need to see the instructions for, watch the videos, train, implement, and do. When it's something a little more transformational, like related to life coaching or relationships or health and fitness, I do think that many of the DIY self-study courses aren't quite as effective because people need that high touch or they need the accountability or they need to connect with others. So choose your courses. Some are just perfect for people can enroll anytime. And having a mix of both is awesome too, because often if something is live and it's got a lot of high touch items, you can charge a lot more for it because you're honestly putting in so much more effort and people are getting massive results. So online courses at the end of the day, for those listening, or like I've First off, you should be doing my Launch Your Damn Course Accelerator, self-study or live version. It's up to you. And second, you should have already created your course. <laughs> no, being mean. But seriously, when in this recent cohort, there were people who had been attempting to launch for two and a half years, some even more. And I just think it's such a beautiful honor to be able to help them finally do that. But it does pain me how many people are sitting on brilliant ideas who just frankly um, haven't gotten around to it or haven't taken the leap or are waiting on some combination of perfect universal factors and magic happening to conspire to make it happen for them rather than just taking small actions and and making it happen. So, you know, the revenue you're missing out on, the impact in other people's lives you are missing because you haven't started yet. Think about those things. Think about your why. Think about what is important to you and get that bloody course out there. All right. Um, So courses, you know, you can have $49 courses that make you six figures. You can have $1,000 worth of courses that make you six or seven figures. There are so many different ways to do this. I know many people who have sub $100 courses and are crushing it. So it's not about the money so much. It's about what the result is that you're getting through your course and how popular it is and how many people it can impact and help. And they don't have to be complicated. And in fact, often less is more. One of the biggest things I teach in my accelerator is how to not overcomplicate it and how to take a lot of stuff out so that it becomes more simple and doable and achievable for the student. Because when you think about courses that you've done, if it is like 15 weeks long and 70 modules and 100 hours of learning, aren't you already put off at the beginning? Like, holy heck, how am I going to do this? (gasps) This feels exhausting. Versus, hey, you can do this course in three hours and smash it out in an afternoon and start implementing it straight away. Much more my style, even though my accelerator is over 60 days. It's very practical and very hands-on and you are doing and implementing as you go in small baby steps. So at the end of it, you have your course pre-sold and launched, and in delivery, right? That to me is a winning combination. So online courses, amazing. And when I think about how you can create them compared to when I started 10 years ago, there are one, all sorts of platforms that make it super easy and affordable for you. But two, you could just turn up on a Zoom call and run a live workshop and record it 
And that is your course. Like seriously, people overcomplicate this so much. Uh, so just putting it out there for you, if that's one of the things that's holding you back, like tech, there is always a workaround to make it really simple and still very effective. All right, switching from online courses into something that is potentially very hands-off for you. If you don't ever want to teach anybody anything <laughs> and you want to use other people's cool courses, their products, their tools, their services and make money from it, then you might want to consider affiliate marketing. What is that? It just means that you are affiliated to something that you believe in, are passionate about and use for yourself. And as a result of acting in a way that almost is becoming like a seller or a marketer for that product or service that you love, you get affiliate commissions. Essentially, you get referral commissions, whatever lingo you want to talk about. So some examples of this are I love Podia. It's one of my favorite course platforms. I recommend it to everybody in my accelerator. I give them options, but at the end of the day, I've done the hard work of looking at so many course platforms and all their features and functionality, testing them out, trying them out, using them, and making all the decisions that you don't now need to. And I can just say, hey, out of all my assumptions, all my research, all my analysis, all my implementation, and all my experience, Podia wins out for these reasons. And I've got a mega post on this that we will link to in this podcast, where I looked at 12 different community-based platforms for running courses and communities, and just did a whole lot of work with my team and researching those. And in that post, there are a lot of affiliate links. And so if somebody goes, you know, I really like the look of Podia. I like how Nat's talked about it. I appreciate she's done videos on it. She shared more about it. I think I'm going to sign up to the free account for two weeks, and then I'm going to get 15% off because that's the cool deal that Nat has with Podia, and I'm going to take her up on that. Then I start getting commissions each month from you. Well, not from you, from a cut of your sign up to their service. And that can really add up. The more people you refer, the more people who like what you've suggested and depending on what commissions they give, which can be anywhere from like 5% up to 50%, it can start to stack up. The same applies for other tools that I love and use, but also for course creators who have affiliate programs. So let's say you are a nutritionist and you have no intention of creating a course. You love doing one-to-one coaching and maybe you have a group coaching program, but you recommend nutrients, supplements, and physical products that help people to become fitter and healthier and make better food choices, right? So maybe you are affiliated with My Food Bag or HelloFresh because you rate the recipes and the food that they you know, send out each week in a box, and you want your clients who are struggling with eating well and cooking well to just sign up for one of those services. And so you refer them with your affiliate link and you take a cut every week if they've signed up for that. And that's an awesome thing because you've given them a tool or a service that is incredibly helpful and beneficial to them. And as a result, by sharing it with them and telling them about it and how it's going to help, you now get a little cut of that. So all of these things start to add up over time and can add up incredibly and be very lucrative and you're never creating anything. You're just recommending things. Now, clearly, if you've built an audience and you have an email list and you have a community, the more people you're in front of talking about this to, the more likely you are to get more people signing up through you and the more commissions you're going to get. But I've seen people do really well with affiliate marketing who don't have much of an audience at all. They have a passionate small audience or they have a client base that is small and dedicated and will basically 
soak up and take on any recommendation that that person has. And as a result, they build up a really nice affiliate commission. In many ways, as somebody who has been an affiliate and run affiliate programs, for people who recommend my products, I'm always really honored that they do. And so I pay pretty damn good commissions of typically 25 to 50%. And the higher the product cost, often the less I will give because it's actually starting to eat into my costs of putting that course out there or delivering that service, but still a really, really good amount of money that that person will get in commissions. Um, And, you know, it's saving me from hiring a sales force, not that I probably ever would, but to me, affiliates are like your sales and marketing partners. They're doing so much of the word of mouth marketing on your behalf, which is priceless, so much better than me promoting my own stuff. As you've seen, I've had my students on this podcast because it's so much more powerful for them to talk about the transformation they had through my accelerator or the 10K club versus me telling you why I think it rocks. You might believe me, but also I'm the person who created it, so I'm clearly going to be biased. But if you hear from other people who were doubtful, didn't know if they should invest, didn't think it was going to work for them and it did, then that's worth that's gold, right? So to give them a commission if they share it with their audience and get people enrolled for the next cohort or to join the club is, is in my mind, absolutely 100% worth giving away that profit. And, uh, and it's good for them too because then they start to earn money and that's what I'm all about is helping you monetize yourself and earn money in different ways. So affiliate programs you can sign up for. Um, for most products, they'll say, hey, do you want to join our affiliate program? You sign up, you give your name, your email, your PayPal account often, and then they give you a unique tracking link. And they often give you resources like images, social media images, copy that you can just swipe and paste into emails or social and you're off and running. The really experienced affiliates who do incredibly well really put a lot of effort behind it. They kind of view it as being in launch mode or they really take it seriously because they earn a full-time six-figure-plus living from it. They will write dedicated, detailed, informational, educational, edutainment-type blog posts. Wow, that was Kayla just pushing the door open to come into my office. All right, so we are joined by Kayla and Angel, my trusty beautiful white German Shepherds, who don't really uh, have a lot to say on the subject, but they will keep me company. No, it's okay. They can stay. Yeah, I just thought I'd keep that in. It's quite personal. So any weird noises in the background is not me itching or sighing or snorting um, or just in general being gorgeous. Yeah, so people will put a ton of effort into writing definitive blog posts or doing, um, you know, comparison posts about all sorts of services or doing videos where they share why they love a tool or a service or a product or a person or a brand. And they will go all out because it, it really works. And over time, these links stay in place and they can earn you quite a lot of money from blog posts that you did years ago or videos that you did years ago. And it can be a really, really, as I've said, lucrative revenue stream where you don't have to create anything yourself, but you do have to obviously over time build an audience that trusts you and likes you and will go with what you're suggesting. So affiliate marketing, awesome. There's also a whole bunch of stuff about disclosures and being really upfront with it and ethical and choosing correctly and choosing products that pay out more like there's no point in being an affiliate in my mind for something that is eight dollars a month and you're getting 20 percent of that it's just peanuts it's not worth it and we talk all about this in the monetize you summit where i have kate cordsmeyer talk about 
her incredible path with affiliate marketing and blogging that is going to blow your mind with what's possible. So again, little plug for monetizeyousummit.com. You want to be there. Happening 25 to 27 May. Okay, VIP experiences. Let's shift completely here. What is a VIP experience? Well, you might have experienced it yourself. It might have been a one day with an amazing coach where you have smashed out something amazing, like your business plan for the year or your uh, triathlon training plan or your new brand uh, or something else pretty cool. Or it might have been a mastermind where you got together with eight or ten other brilliant brains and you were facilitated and hosted by your mastermind leader and together you nutted out your biggest problems, challenges and worked on growing your business and transforming your mindset and hanging out with high-level people who just inspired you. Or it might have been that you were on a retreat uh, over three or five days like I have held in Bali and Barcelona and Lisbon and other places around the world and you have had a super VIP experience for several thousand dollars staying in stunning hotels, doing incredible activities, hanging out with like-minded amazing people, learning a lot but also just experiencing life fully. And these are the types of VIP experiences that people are prepared to pay a lot more for. And you might just be the type of person who's like, screw creating online courses, screw writing in-depth blog posts and creating videos to get affiliate commissions. I want once a month or once a year even to create the best experience with so much care and dedication that will absolutely leave people breathless, thinking about it forevermore, creating lifelong friendships and having the time of their life. And this is you know, maybe it's a, a five or a 10 or a 15 or a $20,000 retreat or VIP experience that you put your all into and, you know, you have eight or 10 or 20 people come along. They're often fewer people, much higher price and a really incredible experience that costs a fair bit for you to put on, but also can be highly profitable for you. And if you love bringing people together and if you're an absolute connector and if you know that this is something in your heart of heart that you could do really well or become better at or you just love creating experiences that people never want to forget, then this could be your avenue. As I said, it could be a one-day VIP experience where you have somebody come to your house or you take them to a hotel and you work on something really fantastic and at the end of that day they've come away with you know, something game-changing or it could be like a mastermind or a workshop or a retreat. There's so many options. And I think if you do it well, <laughs> you could spend, you know, a couple of months a year to create this experience and then not do anything for the rest of the year. I'm just, you know, that may or may not work for you, but that might be the business that you want, that you put your all in for one quarter, three months, and then you take time off or you think about the next thing. So this is a definite option for you if that just sounds really delicious and amazing and like something that you would love to put together. And yes, you have to have a skill and expertise and experience that people value and would pay that money for. But sometimes it's the art of creating that experience and bringing other experts in if you're not the expert yourself or bringing in some high profile people or celebrities or whatever, you know, people who are going to make that experience even richer means you don't have to do it by yourself. You can commune with great people. You can be the person who brings together great people and profit off that. And one of my friends does that with mastermind talks. He basically 
paid quite a lot of money to have Tim Ferriss come along to one of his events and then off the back of that got other high-profile speakers who all came in. He charged appropriately like $10,000 plus for this sort of two- or three-day event for high-level mastermind and access to these people and did really, really well out of it, you know, and runs it once a year. So it's still about having the balls and the courage to really put it out there and go, what do I want to create and what experience do I want people to have and be transformed by. And then I'm going to talk about a service-based business. So, you know, a lot of people start service-based business. They trade a service in return for money. And I think this is an overlooked model that over the years people have really, I don't know, shied away from or gone, oh my gosh, it seems like so much work. Because often in a service-based business, you can end up trading time for money and you may have trouble scaling it. But it can also be providing a really freaking great service for people that they really value. And if you price right, and if you get the structure of your services right, it can be incredible. I'm talking about website designers, copywriting coaches, um, again, you know, health specialists, relationship coaches. And they might be coaches, but they might be providing a service. So, um, you know, creating meal plans putting together website designs for you. So yes, you are providing a service in return for money. But if you love being of service to people and you have a specific skill, like maybe you're an amazing graphic designer, maybe you're an incredible editor, maybe you love kind of training people to speak and you you do that one-on-one and, and in return they get some really amazing results, then essentially you are providing a service and being paid for it. And I think service-based businesses are brilliant when combined with other revenue streams, for example, group programs or online courses or products that supplement that. Because my only thing with a service-based business is if you are not providing it, you don't have any income. Like it's not automated. There's no way that it can carry on without you because it is a service that gets provided. So that may be your thing, but just think about the longevity of it. And when you're not in service or if you're taking time off, you're essentially usually not also creating an income or still receiving an income. But still, one of the best businesses to start out in and get started with, um, if you provide a service and you get paid for it, you're off and running. You don't have to create things, invest a lot of money. You just have to, you know, really understand and figure out what some problem it is that you want to solve. And then finally, an agency business, not finally, there's more ways to earn lots of money by being you, but agencies are really interesting. I have often thought about creating one and the ones that I've thought about are actually like the dream team or the A-team agency where I bring together the best of the best people that you need to help run your business. You pay a monthly retainer and you get access to the team and I hire all these people and I pay them on my own payroll and I make sure that they are dedicated to various clients who come on board and, you know, on a retainer and say, I want five hours of virtual assistant time and three hours of online business manager time and I need a copywriter and an ad person. And I've always thought about this, but essentially it would be managing a whole lot of people. And I don't always think I'm the best manager of people. <laughs> you can ask my team. I, I'm getting better, but it's a whole new ball game. And then you have agency level pricing structures, a lot of things that are already in place because people have been running agencies since the turn of the century or more. Um, think advertising agencies, web design agencies, all sorts. Um, and you know, it might just be for you because the scale of it and the the clients that you can take on board and 
the way in which you can become profitable is quite incredible if you do it well. And if you like systems and if you like frameworks and if you get the right people on board and if you like leading and managing teams and bringing out the best in people, agencies can be huge, huge. But again, it's quite a decision that you get to make. I have some friends who started um, a social media agency many years back based in Australia. They grew from a team of just the two of them starting out, um, you know, running workshops and doing a lot of it themselves to hiring around 12 people and built it all up and were doing really well. And then I just decided, you know what, managing 12 people and all these clients is actually pretty full on. We just want to go surfing and have something that's a lot more simple. And they basically disbanded their team and took it back to them and one part-time assistant and just worked with a handful of small clients and pretty much ended up earning the same amount of money and having the same profit without all the overheads, cost, stress and management. So, you know, a really well-run agency can be amazing, but you're in it. You're in it for the long run and there's a lot that you need to consider. There's a lot higher overheads, but there's also a lot higher income and potential profits. So I just wanted to give you like all the goods today, you know, now we've gone over 10 different ways that you can monetize you and make money simply by monetizing your skills, experience and knowledge. Some of these may have super appealed to you and some may be the last thing in the world that you want to do and that is totally fine. And for some of you listening, you might be like, hmm, this seems like a really great compliment to what I'm already doing. I'm going to run with this one and I'm going to add in this other layer. And there are more and we will discuss more, but I just wanted to continue to share with you five more killer ways to monetize you that maybe you've thought about or haven't considered or are just curious about. Again, you can listen to this podcast at nataliesisson.com forward slash 117. You can find all the episodes at nataliesisson.com forward slash podcast. And of course, you can take this one step further by coming along to my first ever summit, the Monetize You Summit, 10 Ways to 10k months. It's going to be hot. Monetizeyousummit.com. That's monetize with an S. M-O-N-E-T-I-S-E. I'm Natalie Sisson. You've been listening to the Untapped Podcast. Go ahead. Have an amazing day. If you want to be even more amazing, you can leave me a little review and rate it five stars and share this episode with a friend who has been maybe struggling to figure out how to make more money in their business or simply how to get paid to be them. Other than that, I wish you a fantastic week ahead. Go be awesome, go tap into that potential, and go be uniquely and beautifully you.